Hey everyone, and welcome back to the I Heard Design podcast. This is Robert Yaminen, editor-at-large of Interiors and Sources, and we are officially here at the end of 2019 for our last broadcast of the year, uh, and the decade actually. Um, I hope you all have enjoyed a warm and joyous holiday season so far as I have, uh, and I mean that literally since I'm based here in sunny South Florida, in case some of you didn't know, but anyway, it feels a little a little bit surreal thinking about the fact that 2020 is at our doorstep. Um, I don't know if all of our listeners subscribe to Interiors and Sources magazine, but the other day as I was writing my editor's letter for the upcoming January-February issue uh, and reminiscing about my childhood when I imagined 2020 being full of flying cars and talking robots thanks to, you know, cartoons like the Jetsons and movies like Star Wars. But uh, here we are still driving cars, but talking to devices now that are getting smarter all the time, so we're probably not that far off from all the sci-fi stuff as we think. But I digress. Um, for today's podcast, uh, I had the thought of bringing someone in to offer some predictions for upcoming trends or talking about futuristic technology, but we'll save that for another time. Because I started to think about the fact that, you know, in order to shape our future, we've got to remain engaged in the everyday work that's right in front of us. And one of the things I know is at the top of designers' minds a lot, but maybe doesn't get that much attention in the media, is the challenge of working with clients. It seems like clients today are savvier than ever um, with more exposure to good design and greater access to design tools and ideas than ever before, uh, thanks to the proliferation of uh, design-themed TV shows and different apps and technology, for example. And some would say that's a a good thing because they better understand the value of design services, but others might argue and say clients have become more demanding than ever. So to talk about what it is that clients are really looking for these days and how to manage those relationships, I've invited a very special guest to be here today, Melanie Goodson, interior designer at MHA Works in Asheville, North Carolina. Melanie, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks, Rob. Thanks for having me. Of course. So for our listeners who may not be familiar with Melanie yet, She was named our chief disruptor um, at our design uh, connections event back in February. And we chose Melanie for this um, esteemed title because she was asking all the right questions and challenging the status quo and really engaging with other designers to talk about critical issues facing the profession. Melanie, the last time you and I spoke, uh, we were talking about disruptors like technology and different ideas we could explore together for this podcast. But we sort of kept landing on clients and how uh, things have changed on that front. So I was hoping you could share with our listeners um, a bit more from your experiences. And to kick things off, I wanted to ask you, like, how would you characterize today's clients and their understanding um, of, of interior design services today? Today's client is more sophisticated, design savvy, knowledgeable um, more than ever. They are more exposed mm-hmm. to design. They see it, as you stated, on the computer, on the television, and I think that um, we have a very sophisticated clientele today. I think our clients are more aware of design and the necessary element and how vital it is to the, pro- to the project, to the process, and to get the outcome that they are desired. But it's also it can be challenging. We have a client that's, you know, maybe over-eager to get involved, offers probably more input than needed, that can that's mm-hmm. sometimes a hard line to balance. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I've definitely heard that from other designers as well. 
What is it that you think that clients are looking for from designers now, like more so than maybe than in the past? Rob, I think the number one thing our clients are looking for is presentation. They they're looking for quality 3D, I mean quality renderings, 3D modeling, um, virtual reality glasses. They want to be able to stand in the space before we even you know finish our schematic design. They want to know what that space is going to be like in different times of the day. They want to see the view from the space, um, which mm-hmm. would require drone photography or drone video. Um, I, and this is something that I believe is exponentially, this need is exponentially increasing, and our, yeah. our clients need more and more. Um, our clients also are requiring um, more collaboration among fields. Um, mm-hmm. I do a lot of high-end urban multifamily projects, and I work very closely with marketing teams, sales teams, graphic designers, even with branding a project. Um, and this is this occurs early on typically, and I'm finding myself more and more you know, having the opportunities to collaborate with a lot of different fields that maybe you know maybe even two years ago was not as prevalent. I mean, I also feel like that you know we are required to be as designers more knowledgeable of the products, the finishes, the lighting. Our clients mm-hmm. can Google just as easily as anybody else can, and they look to us to not just know the product but to be knowledgeable about its uses, what are the alternatives, what can fit in the budget, and I think that that all kind of stems from information. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I want to jump in here real quick, Melanie. I mean, you mentioned technology and how clients want to see the space using, you know, VR goggles, really cool stuff like that. Um, How do you see technology having changed your presentations uh, with clients? Like, what's a must-have for presentations nowadays? Well, a must-have for presentation, once again, is quality rendering, I mean, lifelike. Uh, and it, I know that most designers now are using Revit um, and they use the Enscape tool, which is great. They also, I, I think, more and more VR glasses. I think the virtual reality aspect um, mm-hmm. is almost a must. I think that in the way we look at proposals for our clients is that our design time is heavier mm-hmm. on the front end of the project due to the increase in presentations required and rendering on the, mm-hmm. you know, on, on the front end, that it's you know, more time is allocated towards that, I think, than before, um, mm-hmm. and less time on you know, the, the design development or the construction documents. And I think that's just a result of our clients' needs. Yeah, that's really cool. I love um, all the new technology that's available, and it's definitely making an, uh, an impact, I know, on just how clients can view uh, your designs. Another question I have for you, Melanie, is you know, how do you think these technology tools can help designers sell their ideas more effectively? Revit families, Revit families, Revit families. That is absolutely <laughs> crucial to um, the design process. And, uh, you know, we we have to have these BIM models. I know that even in the last year, Rob, there's been a huge increase in in companies, whether it be furniture, lighting, tile, um, in, in providing BIM models. I think that everybody's mm-hmm. called on if they need to do that. There's still a remarkable amount of um, companies that don't offer that. And I think, unfortunately, the client sees, when they look at these presentations, when they put on those VR glasses, they see what's in there. And if you have a BIM model for your sofa that's going to go in a lobby and it's actually 
the sofa that you put in it. That's going to, if your client falls in love with that, most likely mm-hmm. that sofa will get specified. Most likely right. that sconce will get specified. So I think it's really vital right now for industries, design industries, to really, really get on board and have high-quality Revit families for their products. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, that's and that's great advice for the manufacturers that might be listening to the podcast too, so that so the designers have access to those those Revit files to help sell the designs, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. Okay. One thing you said early on in the conversation, Melanie, I want to go back to was how clients are kind of eager to participate in the design process, and I know that that helped that has kind of maybe changed their expectations of the process. How do you go about managing clients' growing expectations now and maybe collaborate with them successfully, you know, since they're so eager to to participate in the process? Well, in many ways, I feel like this part of my job and this part of the collaboration has become easier um, Mm -hmm. because of TV, social media, Pinterest, et cetera. It's, Mm -hmm. I think, extremely easy for clients or much easier for clients to convey their visions or expectations, what they would like to see in a project. Um, I think that the, there can, of course, be challenges to that. Right, um, exactly. I was going to ask. Yeah, I was going to ask you, like, what do you do when a client keeps suggesting ideas that they find on Pinterest or Instagram? You know what I mean? Well, it, I think it depends. First of all, what stage of the of the design process you're in. I'd like to okay. say that I try to stay always open and I welcome you know, feedback from clients always. But if you once you get to a certain part in the project, you know, if you're even during you know, CDs and construction, of course, changes in the project always, usually always, increase costs and can often result in the project being behind schedule. And the other thing is uh, personalities. You know, it, too much input can be paralyzing to the process, and sometimes I find that when that's the case, it's important to refocus the client. Um, and to kind of figure out how to filter through that, and that, that's a challenge sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm glad you touched on that, how to refocus clients. So the last question I had for you, Melanie, was do you have any practical advice for our listeners on how they can work with clients effectively and sort of keep them focused on the project and, and what it is that you guys are trying to achieve? Sure. Uh, one thing I want to, to – some advice I have is to stay ahead of the game. You know, as technology, as our clients' needs change, uh, we need to stay up to date to that. We need to know how to best communicate our design. And with that comes training, mm-hmm. comes learning things. And then sometimes that can be very daunting in today's busy world, but it's critical to our survival. It's critical to successfully competing with the world and providing your client what they need. And the other thing is, yeah. Just to be true to yourself, be true to your design. I know that's very hard when you're inundated with images and information and input, but we are designers. We are trained. We are paid for a service. And I think it's important to remember sometimes you have to fight for your design and trust yourself. And that can be challenging, but I think you know, in 2020 that's going to become even more crucial. Yeah, Absolutely. I totally agree, and that's really good advice, Melanie. Thank you, and I'm, I'm sure our listeners will appreciate uh, your perspectives as well. Well, that's um, I think it's a good place to stop and kind of bring the conversation to a close and this year to an end also. So thank you so much again, Melanie, for being here. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Rob. Thanks for having me. 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, for all of our listeners, uh, we hope you continue to tune in next year to the I Hear Design podcast, where we'll be kicking things off with a series on wellness in January, uh, and we'll be talking about the importance of mentorship and a new series on technology and how it's impacting design as well. So stay tuned for all of that. From all of us here at Interiors and Sources, we wish you all a happy, safe, and prosperous new year, and be well, everyone.